Hey, Amplify You family, Michelle Abraham here, and I want to tell you about the show I have for you today. Today, I'm interviewing my very dear friend, Brooke Sydney. She is the podcasting host of the Mind Soulful show with Brooke Sydney, and Mind Soulful means where mindfulness meets heart and soul. You will love Brooke Sydney. She is a Mind Soulful mentor, self-love advocate, inner voice, and soul story coach. She's a yogi, intuitive, and an indie mama. She is a beautiful person, and she tells us the insights of how launching her podcast has really been beneficial for her business. And you want to tune right in because she is just such a magnetized person. You'll be drawn to her and want to follow her. So you can find out more about her at brooksydney.com and onto the show. And this is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it. You're a coach, author, speaker, and you're looking for the best return on your time and investment. We're giving you full access to how we're running our podcast how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your pod. We're brother and sister. Join our family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure. Let's get amplified. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Abraham from Amplify You, and welcome today to our show. I have my friend and client and special guest today, Brooke Sydney Harbour. She is the host of the Mind Soulful Show. And uh, Brooke Sydney's been so cool getting to know you over the last few years. We've met in person a few times. You're all the way in California. And uh, so when I was doing business trips down in California, we we're getting your podcast started. I pop in like, hey, I'm in town. Let's get together. And it's been so great, you know, just watching your story unfold from podcasting and uh, it's just it's so cool to see that you have this amazing podcast that's opening up opportunities for you. And I'm so happy to have you on the show today at, for our Behind the Mic interview at, with our host for our podcast. It's really cool to get to hear the story behind your show. So let's kick it off with that particular uh, subject right there. So, Brooke Sidney, what made you decide that you wanted to do a podcast? Well, I have actually always, I think, dreamed of starting a podcast. Um, my background is actually in journalism and broadcast journalism. So um, I really love the power of storytelling and I love interviewing. And now that I am really hoping to reach um, women, especially single women and single mamas, I call indie mamas, as I'm hoping to reach them and really help them in the areas like self-love or becoming more mindful about their lives and connecting with God and spirit, this is the perfect medium. This is the perfect medium. Um, and I knew that I didn't want to do it alone. So that's where Michelle comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, it was so much fun getting your show started. We did lots of, uh, lots of cool talks about, you know, the kind of people you're inspired to work with. And I love what you just said. And you called them indie moms. Now it's interesting because a friend of mine, she's a single parent and she calls, she's like, I'm not a single parent. I'm an independent parent. Is that where you're going with the indie parent? Exactly. I, I don't know many other people that use that term. Um, yeah. I, I love the term um, indie mama or indie mother. Uh, it's short for independent mother. And although some of us may not have become independent by choice, mm -hmm. meaning like, you know, by our own choosing, most of us were either like married at one time or ended up um, deciding to have a child, but we're definitely mothers by choice. And so I think that it takes away um, 
our power sometimes and in, and in our culture, it can be seen as a stigma to be a single mama. So I'm all about reclaiming and defining for ourselves and the words, the way that we call ourselves and the way that we define ourselves are so, is so important. So I'm all about being an indie mama. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a great way of saying it too. Because as you said, it puts a more positive spin on it and it's more powerful that way, which is so cool. So tell us a little bit about your show and, and what made you want to get that going. So my show is called The Mind Soulful Show, and I really feel like it's where mindfulness meets your heart and soul, and it feels so funny to say it without like my whole little intro, but it is soulful (laughs) or spirit-led. I know, it's like, (laughs) I say it every week, so it's like, da-da-da-da-da. Go ahead, say it. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, It's, you know, obviously it's where your heart and soul are taking the mindful approach, not just your mind, as, which is commonly thought of, I think, in the mindfulness space. So it is definitely a twist on that. Um, and I look at it through the lens of soulful or spirit-led because I feel like God and spirit is a part of it. That's another whole different element of my show. Um, and we look at soulful mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. But in addition to those kind of I feel like topical areas, self-love is one of the biggest pieces of my show, as well as the use of gratitude um, to really help women love themselves like presently, not waiting for tomorrow, not waiting until we are perfect, not waiting, especially for the single women, not waiting until we have the man or whatever it is that they think that they want, but being happy with themselves in their lives right now. Like that is truly my goal. That is my passion. That is, um, that's how I feel like I've been designed to help serve, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love it. I think, you know, if you're, you're talking about being designed to serve that particular message, like how cool is that that you came to that message? And I know we went through a few layers of ideas of things coming up with your, your show. And it's so cool that now you know that's the topic. That's the topic that you're meant to talk on. And you're meant to be here to, to, to serve on. I think that's so cool. So what are you doing from your podcast? Do you have any programs and services that are going on? Where do you lead your podcast listeners to after? Definitely. Well, of course, I do a lot of one-on-one work with women. Um, So there's always an opportunity if I have space available for one-on-one coaching and mentoring. And most recently, I'm opening up the doors to the program that I'm calling Blessings on Blessings to help women go from feeling broken to actually knowing they are blessed. And it's all about self-love. It's all about learning how to love ourselves better, breaking through any blocks, um, achieving greater clarity, um, learning more about the power of discernment so that we can have better boundaries and better standards and be able to call in all the things that we want. So we're able to be more abundant, but more abundant in manifesting the things that are like truly designed for us. Um, and I believe that happens with loving ourselves better and connecting with spirit and making decisions from that place. So I'm really super excited about that program. Um, And then I really feel like the podcast has led to increased speaking opportunities for me. Um, I have been getting opportunities to speak um, locally in Los Angeles, as well as in the United States, different places. And so I am so appreciative of that. And I'm definitely open to more speaking opportunities. It's one of my favorite things. That's awesome. So how people are reaching out to you from your podcast, They're like, Hey Brooke, I've heard your show. I'd love for you to come and speak for us. That's what happened. Is that what's happening? 
that's what's happening. Either people have heard my show directly or someone got referred and they're like, oh, I heard of, you should pick this person because I was listening to her show or something like that. Or um, I think even now just having friends and family members know exactly what you're doing. Mm. Um, I think that having a podcast brings um, life to your work. And it brings visibility to the things that you're doing and things that you're talking about. Because a lot of times people don't go and investigate your website. Like they don't really go. They, and, and I'm finding, <laughs> this is silly, but I'm finding people look at the pictures on Facebook. They don't actually read a lot of times what you're writing. But a podcast, if you turn it on, you're going to hear my words. And so you're going to immediately know what I'm about. And I have found that even my friends who may not have nothing to do with what I'm doing, have heard opportunities come up and be like, you should pick Brooke and you should go listen to her podcast. Like if you didn't know about her, here's what she's doing. So that's it's great. Really awesome for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Aren't moms great? They're number one fans of listeners. Yes. Hi mom. I know my mom listens to our show. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's awesome. And it, you know, it's true. Like I've had a few friends families over the year, like what exactly do you do? And I'm like, Oh, now I can be like, listen to the podcast and you don't understand what I do. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because I had a friend say a few, a few weeks ago, I never knew what podcasts were. I never knew what you're talking about until like just recently, but she's like, I listen to the podcast all the time now. <laughs> so I think it's so great. Now we have such a bigger audience too. Yes. Like more people yes. listening to it. And I think if we can, um, you know, uh, my story for how I started podcasting was I became a mom and losing my 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 business brain well playing on the floor with a new baby was driving me crazy so i turned on the podcasting app on tv and like there it was and so you know i i think if we can capture your clients at that moment too and let them know that like i swear like podcasting saved me from postpartum depression i know it's two very unlikely wow. things linked together but like keeping myself um you know, edu keep educating myself and talking about, um, you know, podcasting and business stuff and listening to inspiring stories on podcasts while I was, um, you know, still being a mom, like I was still a present mom was there playing on the floor and, you know, I wasn't out on full-time that leave anyways, I was still working a bit, but, um, you know, having your own business is hard, yeah. to, hard to do that, but then you're able to, you know, be fulfilled, you know, and have that um, brain going on, uh, you know, being active with business stuff and inspiring stories as well as like playing with your, your new baby. Right. So I definitely, you know. I definitely can remember those days. I, I love podcasts and I've been listening to them for a very long time. I feel like definitely during my pregnancy and during like my maternity leave, even though I was a stay home mom for a while, but like while you're breastfeeding, while you're preparing bottles, like you can totally be listening to, um, podcasts that are like encouraging you edifying you you're learning new things like it's a way to really keep your mind active I love it yeah and I think that fulfillment too really helps like you know you makes like makes you feel like you're filling up your cup too right so yeah I think that's so cool that you're speaking directly to moms too because there's so like I, mean, I want to get more moms like listening to podcasts and especially at that point where they have all this extra time that they could be listening to it, but they probably don't even realize it. Right. I know house housekeeping and, and, uh, and meal planning became a lot more interesting when I was able to listen to podcasts Definitely. at the same time. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Multitasking. We're, we're really great at that as women and right? why not multitask 
and learn something at the same time. Like exactly. Yeah. I really love that. I think it's, it's a new thing. Learn, learn on the go and learn as you learn, as you go about your chores that you normally like to do. It's so true. And I have friends that listen like on their commutes, they, you know, in, in these bigger cities, especially like in LA or Washington, DC, your car becomes your like mobile university. So you can totally listen while you're driving and then it'll take away some of that road rage and you may even actually enjoy your commute. Yeah, you'll look forward to getting into a car so you get to listen to your favorite podcast. Right? Yes. And if you're listening to Brooke's show, she's going to be calming you down and making sure there's no road rage. Remembering right. gratitude when someone lets you in, you can wave at them. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think that's great. So many different places that listeners are listening now, which is awesome. So how um, have you found podcasting has uh, been beneficial to your business as a whole with your return? You know, you invest a lot of time in podcasting. And so, you know, we'd like to see like what kind of return you're getting on that kind of um, time investment. I think again, the biggest time, the biggest return I think has been paid speaking engagements as well as coaching clients that are coming through. Um, but I have to say that if we think about podcasting in terms of, I feel like a more organic uh, marketing vehicle, then the returns even become more exponential. And what, and what I mean by that is it is an opportunity for you to get into your listener's ear, your potential audience, as often as you record. So for me, every week. And I think that when people get on the phone with me or when people, um, they don't know about me like in the beginning, but after listening to a couple of podcast episodes, you pretty soon understand like, what are my values? How do I coach my personality um, and how I see things and know that you're going to get some mama stories dropped in between. So by the time my client or potential client gets on the phone with me, guess what? They're already kind of pre-qualified. I'm not selling them about myself. You don't have to get to know me anymore. I mean, you know, you do, of course, but you already have a really strong idea about who I am. Um, and I think the other thing that people don't think about is just kind of the networks and connections that are made amongst your peers. I think that is, if we were probably going to monetize that, it'd be like thinking about what's the value of having a guest blog on someone else's site or, um, now getting yourself in front of other people's audiences. Mm -hmm. I feel like if we were to monetize that, we would see that, the amount, maybe the hour or so that we spend on that podcast each week or more is actually turning into widening your network. Again, your marketing network, as well as future co collaborations. Um, I definitely am, am getting opportunities to be on other people's um, podcasts, come into Facebook groups. Um, one particular person who actually coaches women specifically on dating is actually taking our episode and putting it on her podcast. So, I mean, that's a paid placement if I had to pay for it. Right. So when we think about it in terms of like broadening how we view monetization of our time and of our energy, especially our marketing efforts, mm -hmm. I think that it's more than paid off. And I'm just so pleased with the people that I'm meeting, the connection I'm making, as well as the client's um, an audience that are essentially pre-qualified. They know who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love what you're saying about that. Where 
you know, you, they're pre-qualified clients. They already get to know you. They know you. They like you. They trust you. It just makes that conversation when they're coming in to yes. becoming a client so much easier and more natural because they're like so already ready to say yes, right? Yes. Uh, which is really cool. I think that's awesome. And I love that you've gotten so many uh, great connections and collaborations. That's one of the things I like about podcasting is just that the networking that can happen and the collaborations that can happen within the within the conversation that you're having, right? Like you get on and we meet someone super cool and then we're able to like then do other work with them and refer them to other people and, um, you know, just expanding your network. So although, it, you know, the show takes a little bit of time and effort to put into that return on what you're going to see not only is immediate, but it's also evergreen and you can uh, see those. You're going to be seeing the return on those yeah. interviews for a long time, which is really cool and keeping in touch with those people. And it gives you an excuse to reach out to people that maybe you might feel are a little bit, you know, um, you know, maybe out of, out of reach at some point to you, but now because you have a platform to help them with right. their business. And that's what I love about it. Cause you're helping other people, which I know you're so much about this. Like you're helping someone else come on your show, showcasing them to your audience. And then you're able to offer that to them in, of service so that they can expand their audience, which I yes. think this is great. Right. Uh, it and just fits so well in that, in that service-based um, you know, thinking. Yes. And I feel like it is truly an offer. It's truly an offering. Like so much of what uh, many of us do that are, that have a podcast is a paid thing, meaning it's paid to work with us. And I feel like if people are truly listening um, to the shows, not just mine, but other people's as well, like you're getting so much um, valuable content to help you shape your life. I know that I have even become more selective now in terms of who I'm bringing on my show because I want to make sure that I'm giving my audience, my ladies, the people that I'm called to serve exactly what they need. No fluff, okay. right? Like, you know, and, and I think, I think that's a maturity thing that comes also as you begin, you know, as you're farther along in the podcasting process. I mean, I'm only like 27 episodes in, I think, or something like that, but it's still, I'm starting to see, okay, well, here's where I really want to serve them or here's where they have said, this is something they really want to know about. Mm -hmm. And so this is a great way to, I feel like meet some of the needs and serve your clients. Mm -hmm. So are they asking you questions on Facebook or in Facebook groups and then then you're able to answer those on the yes. podcast? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we we're talking about a little bit before the interview, but one of the things that has really helped me, which, I didn't even know. I mean, I thought that my show was going to, I think, really be on the spiritual kind of element, which it most, most definitely is. Um, but I thought that, again, my peers would probably be just like spiritual peers, you know, potentially, or people that are cross-talking different spiritual terms. Yeah. But what, has, what it has evolved into, and I've learned from people actually telling me like, oh, you need to collaborate with this therapist or you need to, I'm listening to your podcast as well as this other therapist podcast. And I was like, wow. Um, so it's, it's also brought me like great market research, mm -hmm. but then seeing where there's really this need to fill and um, learning more about, I feel like just about the women that I'm serving, like that's, that's been so powerful to me and understanding like one particular person's like, I love this podcast. And you guys are both talking about self-love and 
even love addiction and different things, but theirs is missing the gratitude and the spiritual piece that I'm picking up in yours. And I was like, wow, I never thought I would, you know, that's what I'm saying. I think that once you start taking these steps forward yeah. and, and getting out there and not being afraid, which most of us are in the beginning, um, you'll learn so much about yourself, about your client base and how more importantly you can serve them. That's amazing. I love it. And yeah, it seems like it's been such a great journey for you and, um, you know, really redef really defining who your audience is to like who you're reaching out to guests. Let's talk about guests for a second. You've had some amazing guests on and it's been some really cool topics. How have you picked your guests and how, um, and how has been, how has that process been for you? Well, I think I tried, I started off doing thematics. I think in the beginning, um, I wanted to make sure that people understood what my podcast was about. So interestingly enough, and I think not a coincidence, my first couple of episodes were all about self-love, which, you know, maybe from the outset, you may not know that's what I'm talking about. But mm -hmm. the first couple of episodes were all about self-love from different angles and with spiritual kind of under underpinnings, if that makes sense. And then I moved into uh, mindset discussions and themes um, and manifestation and mindfulness has kind of been woven throughout that mm -hmm. particular, um, I think woven throughout my show. So I really initially picked my guests based on their expertise in those areas or their passion for those areas. Mm. Um, I still basically pick people along those lines, um, but I'm also incorporating, I feel like, more of my own teachings uh, and not relying as much on other people because I'm finding that those episodes are actually pretty much doing the same or I'm actually getting more um, feedback from those. From those. Um, I've had a lot of fun lately with like the love element, because I feel like that is really big. And in, and in the minds of my audience, which are, I think of a lot of single mamas and single women, mm -hmm. um, love is a really big topic. And so I have had two like love experts kind of on both from like an attraction or manifestation um, viewpoint. And those have been really, really great. And I've had a lot of people asking questions about love and relationships, because I really feel like at the end of the day, um, most of my clients, their greatest want and desire is to feel loved and be loved, which is obviously our human desire. But I think um, singleness will bring that to the forefront. And so that has been an interesting um, series of shows as well. That's awesome. I love that you found some really cool topics from the guests that you've brought on. And, uh, you know, it's interesting that you said, um, you said that your solo shows get a little bit more traction, if not the same as your guest shows. And I think when we're thinking about putting together a show, we think the opposite that, Oh, our guest shows are going to do better than our solo shows because they have another audience to share it with. It's interesting. I keep hearing the same thing from everybody and we've experienced that ourselves too, is that our solo shows, you know, produce, pro, promote, um, sorry, they produce, they, they seem to do the same as our, um, interview shows. So it's great because I think when the solo shows that you're, you're able to let loose and, and really talk about your, your passions and your uh, topics that you're passionate about, that's where you're going to get the clients from. Well, I think that, I think even if it's not downloads equivalent, it's usually yeah. feedback more. Right. Yeah. Um, people feel like, wow, you were talking about, you know, motherhood as an idol or whatever. Yeah. And so, oh my goodness, I'd never thought about that. And so 
I think for some reason, those shows elicit more feedback and mm. more people asking questions. More engagement, which is great. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And where are you getting people engaging on Facebook? Mostly on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. I have gotten a couple of emails. So people that have listened that are already on my email list mm. or recently got onto my email list, but I get a, I get a lot of engagement through Facebook, either my business page or in my Facebook group. Awesome. That's so great. Well, Brooke Sydney, thank you so much for sharing all your insights with us. I'm so happy that your show is going so well and you're seeing such really cool things happening uh, from your show. So guys at Amplify You, this is our behind your behind the behind the mic interview with Brooke Sydney Harbor from the Mind Soulful Show. Make sure you check out her show and make sure you check out her website, follow her on Facebook. She's amazing at posting so many things to do with gratitude and love and self-love. I love following you on Facebook um, because I just get inspired every day by seeing your posts. So thank, thank you. you for being with us today on the show. And Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for having the courage to talk about things that are really important and necessary in the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to share your message with the world, head over to mypodcastcoach.com to download your free podcast launch plan. And head over to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. Until next time, be your own unique genius.